welcome back to your favourite podcast because it's good for you with me, Chloe from Girl Meditates. And this week marks the first birthday of the podcast. We've been doing this a whole year. Can you believe it? I definitely can't. So I don't know, shall I have a little birthday party for the podcast? Let me know what you think. Shall I invite all the listeners and we can have a little drink, some nibbles? <laughs> Bit late now because it's already one years old. But um, anyway, today's episode is the I'm not being funny, but and if you're new around here, gonna need you to listen to a year's worth of episodes before you get to this one. <laughs> no, it's absolutely fine. But this is the one where I usually ask you on Instagram or Facebook what little things have been annoying you recently? You know, little things like nothing major, nothing like, you know, war or world hunger or anything like that. It's the little things that like shouldn't get you annoyed, but they kind of do because you're human. So less kind of world hunger, more someone didn't say thanks to you when you opened the door for them. You know, just stuff like that. And we get to process it in the podcast because we talk it through and we all have a laugh about it and then we do a mini meditation so we process all of those frustrations and anger and then that gives us the energy to go out into the world and like fight the good fight you know so we have that energy and strength to then actually go fight the good fight for the things that actually matter and it makes you feel better so this week my I'm not being funny but is when you're driving and you go in the speed limit and someone has the audacity to overtake you like you are doing four miles per hour, it's like, I'm sorry, sir, there's a speed limit for a reason. This was on a windy road, right? And low visibility. And you know when you're just like, I won't let you put me into an accident today like do you know how embarrassing it would be to die like going to work like (laughs) we only get one death and I want mine to be full of drama full of pizzazz and you're about to take that away from me because you want to get somewhere 13 seconds earlier than you would have done like no I'm sorry you're putting everyone else in danger just because you think your life's more important than everyone else's and then you roll up behind them at a red line. It was like, was it worth it, Dave? Was it really worth it putting all our lives in danger? Like I had this one driver the other day, fully like couldn't see his headlights because he was that far into the back of my car. I was going the speed limit. You know, you're thinking like, hold on, look at the speed limit signs. Like you're making out as if I'm doing 20 miles per hour. I'm doing 40 miles per hour. Like you need to chill out. And then we were coming down so it was like a 50 going into a 40 and I always just like pull off the gas at that point like I'm not gonna slam arm I'm gonna ease into the 40 this was pitch black no street lighting windy road he like comes right up behind me then overtakes it it's like horn like what are you are you trying to get home in in time for the chase or what like Unless you've got someone in active labour in your car, that's the only reason you can be acting like an absolute fool today. So yeah, in the moment, it gets me kind of frustrated. Because I'm trying to think like, why are you annoyed at me? And then I remember like, do you know what? I am a safe driver. 
I am not only thinking about myself, but the people around me too. Maybe this is divine intervention as well. Like, I'm like, do you know what? You get on your way. Like, you are too much of a flight risk. I need to be safe and calm whilst I'm in control of this vehicle. So, the further you are away from me, I'm okay with that. My next, I'm not being funny, but is, when did Christmas ads just lose their sparkle? Like, just a PSA. (laughs) Just something I need to bring to the group today. Do you remember when Christmas ads, like, used to get you boring? And I know that they were totally manipulating us into buying whatever they were selling, but at least there was a bit of heart there. You know, at least you were actually watching, you know, a 90-second advert, and you were gonna feel something. Now it's just like, "Mm, was that it? Like, do you remember when the big companies used to have a full-on Christmas ad battle. It was like, whose is the best? It was honestly like 2010 Circa X Factor when everyone used to stay in on Saturday. Like, that was your plans. Like, you stayed in because you needed to know who was going out of X Factor. That used to have the same energy as Christmas adverts. I want to say six, seven years ago. Now it's just like... "Mm." that doesn't make me want to buy anything off you. I mean, I wouldn't have bought it before anyway. But I just, I'm so delusional that I know I could walk into an ad agency today and bring out (laughs) and pitch an idea for the best Christmas advert for next year. I just know I could. When I see these adverts, I just know they've all been in a boardroom meeting. And do you know when you are sucked into the moment. So someone has an idea and you're like, oh my God, yeah, that's so amazing. Let's do this, this and this. But it only seems good in that room. And then you walk out of the room, you're like, actually, no, that's really bad. That's what I feel like the Christmas ad is bringing out. I just feel like someone signed it off because they are like, yeah, this is going to be amazing. And then they let it out into the world and they get all the feedback and they're like, oh yeah, we've totally not done this right. Um, But I... I just know I could. I know I could have an amazing advert. It would make people cry. It would make people feel joyous. It would bring back the spirit of Christmas. Yeah, and I'm just like, ad agencies, you need to pick it up. Invite me in. (laughs) This is how I get by in life, just being this delusional. Honestly, fortune favours the the delusional. (laughs) Okay, and my final, I'm not being funny, but for this episode, I know this passionate group of people are going to come after me for this, but this is all love. I'm not coming for you. I'm coming for the thing that doesn't actually really annoy me. I'm just confused by it, but I don't understand the passion for... Taylor Swift songs. There, do you know what? I said it. I know you're going to come for me. Maybe this will up my numbers. Who knows? (laughs) I am not coming. Let me, you know what? Let me explain myself. So, you know how songs that make you feel like you could kick a door off its hinges? We know the original, the classic. It's the Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Like, that makes you feel like you could kick a door off its hinges. That's the energy and the empowerment that it gives you. So when I hear songs like that, I'm like, I get it. Makes me feel a certain way. 
when I hear Taylor Swift songs, I just don't get it. I just don't. It makes me feel like I could maybe kick a doorstop that was stuck under the door and it doesn't come all the way out, but it like swings to the side. You know, that's that's the energy it gives me. And I'm not coming for the Swifty fans. I'm just interested to know like, what is it in my brain that is different to a Taylor Swift fan? Like, what is it that gets you going? I want to know. I'm not saying it's bad music. I really respect her as an artist. She is an absolute icon. I love that she re-recorded her songs because I don't know if she was trapped in a contract. I don't know if there was probably a man making a lot of money off her songs and she was like, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm going to re-record and then release again. And I love that. I am here for that energy. But when I listen to the music, it doesn't get me pumped. It doesn't make me feel like I kick a door off its hinges. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for in music, okay? Some other songs that make me feel like I can do that. Any Celine Dion song, let's face it, she probably is the originator of kicking doors off hinges with her music. The sound of the coffee machine at the start of Stronger by Britney, where it goes, <clears throat> Like, that coffee machine noise, in my brain, it's like, let's go. Who wants to catch these fiery hands? <laughs> Side note, have you listened to the Britney book? I got it free on audio on Spotify because I've got Spotify Premium. Yeah, sorry, such a flex. But if you're confused by the whole knife dancing that she does on Instagram, listen to the book and it'll you'll be like, I get it. <laughs> If anything, you should be doing more than dancing with knives right now. Like, the stuff that she has been through. Praise St. Brittany. That's all I'm saying. Um, Back to songs that make me feel like I could kick a door off its hinges. The key change in Cisco's thong song. Now, I know what you're thinking. What, Chloe? The thong song of the, I want to say late 90s. I want to say 98. I know I was only 10 when that song came out. Isn't it funny how now, like, do you know what? Music and society, it's its ruining kids' lives. But, like, we were literally dancing to Cisco Thong Song whilst I was getting my book bag for primary school. <laughs> but the key chain in that one, he's like, yeah, come on. Uh, come on. And, he, and then he hits into the, like, yeah. Like, and he just starts talking about women wearing thongs. Like, I don't know. It does something to me and I just know you haven't listened to that song in so long you're gonna put it on after this podcast and you'll be like I get it I get what she's saying is it totally anti-feminist yeah but honestly I feel like it was kind of the start of like the posy body movement you know let me see that thong <laughs> and when he's like I think I sing it again <laughs> like is that good I want to sing it again <laughs> you know so, as much as I appreciate Taylor Swift, I want to know what is the secret sauce. Because when I listen to it, it's kind of nice. The melody is nice. Um, do you know what it is? Maybe. I feel like a lot of her songs are about, like, ex-boyfriends. And I just know, like, ah, oh, they're probably trash people. Like, why are you wasting your time talking about your ex-boyfriends? Like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just need something more in the lyric 
Because in my head, I'm just like, ugh, God. Like, that was in the past, Taylor. Like, give us something new, honey. (laughs) Maybe that's it. But if you are a Swifty and you know it's nothing but love, I'm not coming for you. I just want you to explain to me, like, what it does. What it does to your brain chemistry. Like, let me in on the secret so I can also enjoy, you know? So, as usual, I threw it out to Instagram, to Facebook, and here's what you came in with. So, Melanie on Instagram says, when you go to a super posh bar and they serve you your 18-pound cocktail (laughs) and it's three-thirds of ice. (laughs) No. That... This should be elite. This is the biggest scam of the century. It's like they do right in front of you as well. Like it's in front of your eyes. You can see it happening. Just another scam. Just another way to grab our money. (laughs) I'm not into that though. I did see a video on TikTok of this person who got like a jug, you know, you get like a jug of cocktail, whatever cocktail you want. And they were scraping out the ice and it left, I'm not joking, One, it was one third of actual liquid. And it's like, do you think we're stupid or what? Like, and we're just taking this 18 pound. I'm sorry, what bar was this? I, I, I could never, I could never do that. So sorry, sorry, Melanie, sorry that that happened to you, but do not worry. We are going to process all of that anger in the second part of our, med- of our podcast. So Katie on Instagram says, specifically parking somewhere deserted to return to a car parked in the space next to me. And this spoke to my soul. I will also specifically park away because I'm kind of like, I don't want to have to do that thing like mine's a a three door and like so the door where I got out of is quite large so I have to like open it and then slide out because you don't want to be seen to like hitting the car next to you you don't know if anyone's watching from the car probably eating their Tesco meal deal and just waiting for you to hit the car next to you and you'll kind of look to see if there's a scratch, and if there's not, you'll walk away, and you don't know if they'll get out, and they'll try and be a martyr, and then they'll leave a note on the other person's car. So yeah, I also do this, where I will park away, and then when you come back, and there's a car next to you, I just don't understand it. I have a feeling it's something to do with like safety and numbers. They like see your car, and they think, oh, well, I'll park next to their car, because then someone's not going to hit me and like drive away. I I don't know what it is. Like, why wouldn't you want more space to move, maneuver in and out of the space, to get in and out of the car? I'm going to say, especially if you have kids and you have to get like screaming kids out of the car and prams and whatever else you need to carry with you. It is just on. Give me some space. There are a thousand other car park spaces right now. Or if you ever park up somewhere and like, Sometimes I'll do this if I'm like going to eat something or I'm just doing some work on my phone or whatever and you just want to chill and then someone parks next to you and they are also sitting in the car. It's like, now I feel like we're together. Now I'm like, are they looking at me? Like, uh, what's your issue? <laughs> you know? I don't get it either and it kind of makes me frustrated 
too. Maybe we should get like bumper stickers that say, if you park next to me, I will scratch your car. (laughs) I mean, not intentionally. I mean, like, you know, I may bump your car if I swing my door out and I don't realise that you're there. You know, maybe that'll get the message across. I don't know. So, as usual, we have all of these frustrations inside of us. We're just trying to get through life. But we feel this anger and annoyance towards people or situations. And that's when we're going to easily, gently move into our meditation so we can process. So we don't feel annoyed that we feel annoyed, you know. Sometimes we're told that like you have to constantly be positive or you're sending out bad vibes. It's like, no, sometimes stuff gets us angry in the moment because we're human beings and we have a whole spectrum of emotions that we have to endure, have to experience and this is just one of them. So we're going to become aware of that and that it's absolutely fine. It's only not fine when it starts to spill into life and we start to see it affect our lives. So that's when we come into our meditation time. We just take a breather. So if you are driving, please do not close down the eyes. But if you're anywhere else where you've got a moment to yourself, we're just going to come down into this moment. If it feels good, you can go ahead and close the eyes. Or if you need to keep them open, you can just cast your gaze lazily to a spot in front of you on the floor. Or if you're lying down, maybe up to the ceiling. We're just going to take a nice, easy, deep breath in through the nose if you can. And breathing out either the nose or mouth. Whatever feels good for you right now in this moment we're just becoming aware of how the body feels have we been holding on to that tension maybe in the shoulders could we drop them down a little bit maybe there's a clenching in the jaw could we ease off there in the next breath is there any tightness in the throat or chest or tummy, or rib area, can we actively expand those spaces on your next inhale, and release that tension through the exhale, can we just use this moment to accept that we are human and that we will feel and experience those moments of frustration or anger or annoyance. But now we can actively choose to not allow them to flood into the rest of our day. We can actively choose to become aware of them, to know that it's okay to feel like that sometimes. But now we are choosing to let go. 
No longer are we holding and gripping on to that anger. We can gently let it go through our breath, releasing it from our mind, body and soul. Knowing that we are brave enough to actively choose to indulge in this peaceful, present moment. Knowing that all is well in your world. Knowing that we can take this sense of balance, of realignment of peacefulness that we all have within ourselves and we can take it out into the rest of our day. So let's signal the end of our mini practice and by honouring ourselves and this moment we've had together Let's take three cleansing and closing deep breaths. So breathing in completely at your own pace. And fully releasing. Breathing in. Just beginning to reintroduce yourself to your day. And fully releasing. Breathing in, maybe feeling the need to do some small stretches or wiggling the fingers and toes. And fully releasing, gently opening the eyes back up whenever you are ready. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you're allowed to release all of those frustrations and take this sense of calm with you out into your day. If you would like to join for an in-person or online class, I have lots happening in December. So make sure you check either the link in this description or anywhere on my social media. We've got Harden, we've got Mold, we've got the online class, we've got the Chester class, and we've got the brand new Pont Blythin class. So lots to choose from. I hope you have an amazing day. As always, be well, and may peace be with you always. <laughs>